Hi, it's Nicole with This Club Sucks, and this week I will be diving into the first club I was initiated into that sucks, and talking about my infertility slash fertility journey. So I am one in six, which means one in six couples deal with infertility issues, and I am also one in four which is one in four pregnancies and in miscarriage. Now, I have the honor of having eight losses occur within a five-year period. Four were ectopic, three of those resulting in emergency surgeries. We'll dive into that. One was treated medically. We'll get into that. Three were miscarriages, natural, I'm assuming, and one was a chemical pregnancy, which I think is just another horrible way to describe a miscarriage. So my first loss was January 16th, 2012, spanning through to Friday, October the 13th, 2017. I now have a less than comfortable relationship with Friday the 13th. That's another episode altogether. Um, where do we even start? So I have what is considered unexplained infertility, although they have some ideas. You know, I have a blood clotting disorder, blah, 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 but still under that heading of unexplained infertility, which is a huge misnomer in my world because I'm actually very fertile. I used to joke with my husband at the time, he could sneeze in another room and I would get pregnant. Every time we tried, we got pregnant within the first month or the second month. I just can't carry. I cannot keep. I cannot implant in the correct place. I don't know what it is, but... For some reason, getting pregnant wasn't the issue. Growing the baby was the issue. Um, so as I said, I went through eight losses. I got pregnant naturally every time. We did do three rounds of IVF uh, with several transfers resulting from the IVF treatments. The good news in that whole kerfuffle was I was able to travel to Barbados for two rounds of my IVFs. And if you're going to go through this, and if you have gone through this, you know how horrible it is and what it does to your body. It's quite lovely to be in a place that's tropical and warm and soothing and relaxing I recognize the privilege I have to be able to do that. And I mean, it didn't help me, but at least I was in a great place while I did these treatments. Um, and then to top it all off, I was the lucky recipient of um, having to have a hysterectomy. So I got to have that in 2019. And that was the capper, the topper, the final fuck you from my body 
and um, yeah, we can get into that at a later date as well. But we'll just go through some of my moments in time with infertility. And I joke about it now. Trust me, I was in a very dark place for a very long time. And I still have moments of being in a very dark place. I have what I call my season of sadness, which starts in the fall, um, usually around October the 13th which was my last final pregnancy that ended in an ectomic, ectopic pregnancy emergency surgery and goes through the beginning of February. It coincides with fall, winter, dark season here in the Northern Hemisphere. Obviously kicked off because of the last loss and also includes a few anniversary dates of people I've lost in my life. Future episodes there. Hang on for that. Bundle of joy. And I know it's coming though. This is the good news is I can feel it in my body. The bones know the soul holds on to that epic sadness. And I have the tools now to work with and during my season of sadness to make sure that the people around me that I need the support from are aware that I may need a little more from them. I may need a little more space. I may need a little more hugs. I may need a little more time to process things. And... Knowing that I have that support and that system obviously has gotten me through the worst of it. Um, And obviously I've done a ton of therapy. I have a team of people that surround me. Because eight losses in five years is a lot. That's a lot for one person, for one relationship, for one body, for one mind, one soul to process and to function. And during this time, I was building a business. I was an entrepreneur. I had, luckily, business partners that could pick up when I ended up being in the hospital unexpectedly. Uh, But life doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop when you're in the middle of these tragic moments. And on one hand, I'm blessed that I had something else to distract me for sure. On the other hand, you kind of wish life could stop. You want to just crawl into a hole and say, fuck off life. I'm not able. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And during my journey, you don't realize how dark it gets and, and how deep you get. And, um, how traumatizing it is until you start to climb out of it and still until you can start to move forward or see that you need help or be told that you need help given the tools to work your way out of this it's hard it's just a hard hard place to be and 
that's where this club sucks actually originated from because I think by my fourth loss in the first year having had two miscarriages and two ectopics that year I kept saying this club sucks I don't want to be in this club I'm this club sucks because I kept being told well you know it's one in four pregnancies that end in miscarriage it's you know one in six that have fertility issues although in the first year I will say nobody was talking about fertility issues yet I think because I could get pregnant so easily um anywho I have had these four ectopic pregnancies like I said three being treated with emergency surgery Two of those, I basically ruptured my tube well on the operating table. Obviously, I was unaware, but being told later, um, one, I did lose a fallopian tube. So I was working off of one moving forward, still getting pregnant. So I guess, you know, modern miracle here. And then of the four, I treated one medically with a drug called methotrexate which is yes a cancer treating drug don't recommend it but at that time I had had three surgeries in a year and a half one of them was a gallbladder removal but still I didn't want to put my body through another surgery I I just I couldn't fathom having that recovery time again I couldn't see why one this was continuing to happen but two that I needed to have surgery again hindsight I wish I had had the surgery the treatment is awful it's an injection of this drug methotrexate which basically attacks the the foreign body the embryo the the fetus um much like it does with cancer cells and destroys. So the pain was excruciating and I can handle pain. And I ended up having to have a second shot because my numbers weren't reducing quickly enough uh, in terms of the human growth um, hormone, which is what you test for when you want to see if you're pregnant or not. So they would continue to monitor my numbers. They weren't going down fast enough. I was given a second shot of the methotrexate. The pain got so bad that I literally could only crawl. I couldn't walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't. I I was so uncomfortable. And I ended up calling a friend because I lived two hours from the nearest large hospital. I was near emergency um, medical attention, but not a hospital setting. So I had her drive me two hours to the emergency room, essentially, because I could not handle the pain. I thought more horrible things were happening to me than just losing the baby. And unfortunately, with that treatment because I was pregnant and because it's a pregnancy related treatment they kept me overnight in the maternity ward 
So I'm lying in bed in the maternity ward, losing my pregnancy while listening to new moms with their newborns. You want to talk about a mindfuck. That was just cruel and unusual punishment. And we'll get into how the medical system is just not set up for care and consideration of the mental health of their patients. And I do not put any blame or fault on the doctors or nurses. I know they are overrun and they are overworked and they are just trying to do what they can with what they have. And that's where the available bed was. I would have rather have stayed in the emergency with the craziness of that than having to deal with listening to newborn babies. Now, obviously, I'm really shortening this. Um, it doesn't need to be in depth. You just need to know that part of the club that sucks or one of the clubs that sucks that I am a member of is infertility. And having eight losses, my body went through trauma. My mind went through trauma. My soul went through trauma. My relationships went through trauma. Both personal, professional. And my marriage ended largely because of everything that we went through in terms of the losses and how I withdrew and how Scott withdrew and how we couldn't find a way to not hurt each other with our sadness and how we couldn't find a way to come together and heal our pain. And that's sad. I'm lucky. Scott and I have ended up with a very healthy post-marriage relationship Another episode. I got a lot of episodes coming. Don't you worry. But I know what I talk about when I say, when I actually joke around and I say I am a self-proclaimed grief expert. I may not have trauma training in the traditional sense. I have trauma training because I survived trauma. Just like many of you have survived trauma. And this is the space I want to talk about it in. This is the space that I want it to be okay. This is the space that I want you to tell me what your trauma was and how you're healing it and how you need help healing it and where to find resources for it and feel heard. That's all I want is I want someone to hear this and know that they're not alone, that shit has happened to other people, that we are surviving it that we are might even say that we're thriving every day a little bit more and more so please know that whatever club you're in that sucks there is a community out there there is a wealth of knowledge that unfortunately is not at our fingertips but can be uncovered and discovered And I want to help you find that. I want to help you find a way 
to connect and find your community and find a way to talk about your trauma and your losses and your grief and your joy and your superpowers that you gained through being in this fucking awful club. So I humbly request that you reach out if you are interested in healing, hearing more, speaking your truth, finding a way to be healthy. This is what I'm asking. This is what I'm asking. This club sucks to represent a place to heal. <laughs>